Start it. Hello, hello. Hey, well, we're back. We're back. Episode two. This is our episode two of our. Well, and this is the first one we're gonna have with uh, with a guest with today. a brand new and guest. It's, it's, a, it's a VIP. Um, so today we have uh, to me how I consider you man is the patriarch of the family, really the rock that holds the whole family together. That's how I look at you. Uh, and I was telling Des that earlier today. Amen. I agree. A lot of history, dual citizen. Green, right? Mexico in here. A lot of stuff in your past that kind of makes you the man who you are now. Um, so as we, so my thank dad. you. So thank you. So listen, uh, Richard, so is, my grandpa, my dad, the Richard, man, the king hi. of the jungle. Hi, king of the jungle. I'm grandpa. I'm grandpa. <laughs> I'm Richard. You're everything, to everybody. You're you're a father. Yeah. You're a you're you're a yeah. son. You're a grandpa. And that's a beautiful father thing. You know that. Yeah. I do carry that, you know, being the matriarch, 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 yeah, yeah, you really are. Well, listen, I'm, I hold that position very highly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so I'm we very wanted, well, we wanted to bring you on here so that you can talk about how it all got started, basically. Yeah. We are who we are, yeah. partly because of you. Of course. So we usually start with shots, right? So cheers to Familia. Cheers to Familia. Cheers. Awesome. So cheers. Glad to have you here, Dad. Yeah, absolutely. Good to be here. A little apprehensive, a little... <laughs> Little, uh, brand new. We got yeah, it. Yeah, it's brand new. new. This is our second episode. It's brand new. Definitely brand new to you. I don't know if yeah. you listen to podcasts, but... Well, do you listen to podcasts, Grandpa? No. I do not, really. You don't listen to podcasts? No, I, no. I, don't, I don't. But you know Howard Stern? I do. He's a podcast host. He just, you know, has guests on, and he just asks them questions, right? Gets to know about them and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, we we listen to a bit of podcasts these days, so like we do. And what I've noticed a lot of them is just this general conversation. It's mm -hmm. just people just being uh, real with each other and having a general conversation. So we started our first one, and just the way that it flowed, it, it felt organic. It felt mm -hmm. uh, real. And um, there's nobody better we could have thought to have was our first guest, really. I mean, I, we all talked about it, we all agreed. Okay. As, as a first guest on here, to talk about you and your past. And uh, Yeah, so I am the first important. guest. Yes. So you are officially oh, the first wow. guest. Absolutely. Well, for those well, people that don't know us, you know, mm. basically, this is how, I guess we're going to the beginning, right? To the very yeah. beginning. Yeah. To where it all started. Yeah. I'm yeah. interested in that. Yeah. So dad, so we are a Mexican family. Ron married into a Mexican right. family. Yes. We'll do a we'll do an episode on that. <laughs> right. But um, I don't speak Spanish. My kids don't speak Spanish. You're fluent in Spanish. Mom's not, but you are. So basically, you were born in Mexico, right? I was born, born in Tijuana. Born okay. in Tijuana. And as far as uh, teaching the Spanish language to my uh, uh, kids, uh, we, uh, you know, uh, my wife, Linda, mm -hmm. uh, doesn't speak very much Spanish, so we kind of just grew up, you know, English was in our household, and we didn't speak, yeah. I didn't speak, I didn't actually take the time to teach you guys Spanish. But was, was, it kind of for a, was it for a specific reason, or just because mom didn't, therefore you just spoke to me in English as well? Because we lived with grandma and grandpa when I was first born for the first, what, five years of my life. At least. And they speak basically nothing but Spanish. So 
I don't know if I ever really got the answer. Like, was it a, a conscious decision to not teach us Spanish, or was it because basically mom didn't speak Spanish? Yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a conscious thing. I would have loved for you guys to speak Spanish, absolutely. It's beautiful knowing both languages. Mm -hmm. uh, no, it wasn't that. It was just something that happened, you know. Our mom didn't we didn't speak Spanish, so we didn't speak Spanish at home. Other than you know me speaking to my parents when you were staying when we were staying with them those first five years, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a self-conscious decision not to or mm. or or to. It yeah, just, it just uh, just the way it came down, I guess. For sure. And I regret that because, uh, yeah, it's beautiful to know both languages. Yeah, especially looking back now. And Because it, it is difficult, especially like when I'm talking with like Papa Foley or, or Nani even sometimes, yeah. you know, that it's hard to understand him. I'm sure he has a hard time understanding me. I'm sure I would have loved to love to know. Uh, and I didn't have the opportunity really, not in my family, but I know Des yeah. wishes she knew. That don't mean we still can learn it. Oh, that sure. doesn't mean we still can learn it. No, there <laughs> are sure. beautiful ways to so learn it. So I know words things. here and there. You seem to understand can, it a lot. Well, if somebody's talk, if somebody's conversating in yeah. Spanish, you can catch it. I can basically guess what they're talking about, yeah. but I can't word for word. I can't tell you what they're saying, and I will not be able to jump in on that conversation. <laughs> right. Right, Spanish. but I noticed that your mom can. So then that's always. She's a little. She's better than I am. She but can she's understand not fluent. it. Right. She's definitely not. Yeah. I never heard her speak it, but yeah, for understanding it, she's really good. She understands it very well, and I think all my kids do uh, yeah. understand it very well. But they just uh, from growing don't speak up with it. it. Yeah, just yeah. From growing up with it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, I would love to for you all to pick it up and speak so a that, more. That essentially was your first language. Yes, in 1962 yeah. came here to. United States, uh, landed a little north of... Uh, Six years old? Uh, no, I was two years old. Oh, two years old. So you, you probably don't remember old. Mexico much. No, I don't. Not at really. All? Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereabouts I was, you know, born, you where we know. lived. Uh, yeah, I don't know too much about that. I was too young. Yeah. But uh, even when we got here, I, I, I don't remember too much when we first got here. You understand, I was about two, three years old. Mm -hmm. uh, we ended up living on, uh, on Santa Barbara, which is Martin Luther King Boulevard. Santa Barbara? Santa Barbara Boulevard, it was oh, called. Oh, in, yeah. in, in LA, Santa, right? Yeah, in LA, a little north of uh, Watts, I say. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, right by the Coliseum, not too far from the Coliseum. Yeah. 1962. I went to school, didn't know the language. It was kind of rough. I was going to say, I don't remember. Do you, you have a first memory. Of just like the new world, or just maybe school getting thrown to school, just a, an introduction, being introduced to maybe LA or something. Well, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, my introduction to LA, like I said, I was too young. Uh, of course, you know, you come to a new country not knowing the language. Right. And, you know, you end up with a majority are African Americans, and uh, mm. well, they've never seen a Mexican kid or. You know, uh, that didn't even speak the language. So he was Spanish. In your neighborhood, like in Watts, predominantly? Predominantly uh, African-American. American yeah. Community, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty scary for me as a youngster, oh, you know. I imagine. Uh, I imagine. You said yeah, you got that, bullied a lot, right? And I also got bullied not, a lot. I don't remember getting bullied, but, I, but at least at least uh, when we were going to school in, uh, in L.A., I don't remember getting bullied, but, uh, yeah, I told I was bullied pretty hard. Oh, you were told. I was okay. told by my mom 
You were told by Nana, your mom. Yeah, my mom's the one that seen me getting punk pretty hard, I guess. And sure. I guess I must have been so scared that I don't remember. Either I blocked it out or... Well, right yeah. It's not something that haunts me, but it's just yeah. something that well, happened and, you know... I guess. Are you embarrassed by it? Not at all. Not at all, because yeah. it made me a stronger person. I was going to say, those kind of yeah. things make you who you are. Yeah, they make you who you which, are. Which, to me, uh, I get this air from you uh, of being fearless. So a lot of it probably comes from that. And you may have some fear in some things, but you don't show it. Well, I like, think you can walk have... into any room and you, you know, and not knowing anybody, do you have you immediately you're friends with everybody. Do you I have think fears? everybody has fears. If you were to say you don't, you're not, you don't fear anything. I think right. uh, not really being honest. But you we all fear of it. You might ask it better than most. if you have it. Well, because he's confident. Confidence. I was getting leading to that. He yeah. definitely. Yeah, is. yeah, I am. I am confident. So I you, think it did make you stronger. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it that did. upbringing and having to go through that, learning a new language. Learning a new language and then the experience that you have in life, you know, just, just growing, just growing so up. So if you life. don't remember getting bullied, then all, do all you know is kind of being the confident? No, or do I you don't know remember, the journey of becoming confident? I don't confident? remember getting bullied in 1962, 63, maybe 64. Uh, it wasn't until we moved to Carson after 60, 1965 we had the Watts Riots. If hmm. anyone remembers the yeah. Watts Riots, 1965, know, racism was racism. pretty hard in, uh, yeah. in LA, pretty much uh, pictures the it. whole country was, yeah, it was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. And so after 1965 we moved to Torrance, which later became Independent City Carson, City of Carson. Oh. Hmm. My father bought a brand new home in, uh, in 1965 in Torrance, which became Carson, and I continued to get punk back then, but I was a little older now, and uh, yeah. I was wise to what was going on, and uh, I think that's when I learned how to defend myself and uh, yeah. become the man that I am now, sure. right? because of struggles in life that I had, you know, but... Uh, you probably yeah. had to get in a few little... Uh, yeah, little scuffles here and there. And little Which is funny that that's how he, he became <laughs> stronger and fearless. Because I remember, I, well, I was never bullied, but back then, I don't know, I don't, maybe where we grew up, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I've been in a couple of fights. But, yeah, I was scared. But how I remember needing to defend myself was Grandpa always telling me, I don't care if they're bigger than you, taller than you. You better not let anybody punk you. You better stand no. up for yourself. Basically, force you to stand up for yourself. That was always in the back of my head. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. whether I couldn't show my hey, fear, I couldn't. You know, like I had to. I just had to handle it. So yeah. that's yeah. that's where my fearless came from. You well, know? I have a real quick question then, because like in the Bible it says like if somebody slaps you, turn you the turn other the other cheek. Right. And kind of like you know. Well, we didn't learn but that. So, <laughs> well, I'm kind of, I have a question, I guess. Like, how do you, do you feel that same way that you taught my mom, you know? Like, don't, no matter what, like, stand up for yourself, you know what I'm saying? And, like, don't let anyone punk you, you know, kind of, like, throw down or what? What would you say? Like, teach them a lesson? Like, how would you, how would you yeah, want to okay. teach our youngest, you know, I guess, family members, Noah and the oh, girls? Yeah. How would you want to teach... Yeah, our gen our young generation now. Well, times are different. Yeah, now. yeah, times are different. And I don't know about yeah, how yeah. times are different. Yeah. You guys. Uh, times are different. Where you grew up is different. 
you know, yeah. uh, depending where you grew up, where you go into school. Yeah. Uh, of course, we live in a better place now. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so I, I, I don't feel I have to show my grandkids that kind of hard school of Knox. Mm. I think we're in a better world now where people understand a little more. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, well, it's kind of debatable, we, I guess. We might be getting back into the other side now. Yeah, It is kind of get seeming wild out there. But I still believe, I still believe in standing up for yourself and if you have to protect yourself and and do whatever, because I believe that we live in a world where uh, if you don't stand up for your people will eat you up, you know, so you got to be strong and stern. So whether it's better with words. Yeah, of course, always better with words. I mean, if you can get away with it with words and without violence, for sure. But sometimes you need violence. Sometimes there also is in the Bible an eye uh-huh. for an eye. There is also that. Yeah, sometimes you need violence. Sometimes you need violence. Sometimes you gotta fight violence with some violence. I'm sorry. It is true. Sometimes just talking to somebody is not gonna stop them from, from coming at you. It's just yeah. not. And, but, and and we know that from from our field from working in. That's I guess things, that's debatable for some people because some yeah. people, like Ryan said, turn the other cheek, you know, if you have to run away. How often that's just that just depends on the situation, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah, if you're a bigger person, absolutely walk away, you know. Uh, yeah. But there's just some times where. <laughs> well, uh, it, it, because you're it's just a different hard. generation. Yeah. Because we are talking generational sometimes here in right. our podcast. That's a different generation. So your generation, we're talking about my dad's generation. I'm shortly so. behind that generation, but pretty close to it. So I kind of have the same mindset sometimes. Growing up like what? You, I was born in 66, so mid 60s. Going um, to school. Yeah, and yeah. I grew up in a, in a multi-race uh, community as well. So your era was predominantly was seventies, eighties. Is that when you were in junior high? That's what I, I remember. remember. That's when I remember the seventies okay. and eighties. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Junior high. But my era was the seventies. Yeah. So you grew junior up, high. Dad, then having to defend yourself. You became fearless. You know. Yeah. No more bullying. No more. So how was your? Would you say? Your home life growing up um, as a teenager, or you know, just yeah. Well, we had a beautiful yeah. home life, I and mean, we were loved at home. Uh, our parents, you know, hardworking people, uh, and we respected them, uh, you know, yeah, very much so. But uh, mm-hmm. nevertheless, once you weren't at home and you're out, you know, running the streets and having fun, you always ran into some kind of issue or somebody trying to do something, you know. To, yeah. Get an edge on you, and I just wasn't that. I wasn't that guy, you know. I just, I just didn't like to, you know. Yeah. Get messed with, and. uh, Sure. But I don't mean I'm a bad person, you know. I'm. Well, it well, it sounds like you were saying you were kind of more on defense. Yeah. Go on defense more. When he was younger. Yeah. Yeah. More reactive than, uh, like you were not looking for a fight, but if it came to you. You you know handle yourself. Yeah you quickly you know defend yourself. Was there ever a point where where instead of waiting for someone to get an edge on you, you were getting an edge on them? No, because I believe, and for me to get uh, to the state I need to get, if I ever got in a hassle, I need to know that uh, I didn't start it, I yeah. didn't bully you, if I'm, you know. Morally, something was there for you? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or, so you yeah that yeah. way uh, I don't feel as bad after I've done. Yeah. Right. right. Whether I kicked your butt or you kicked mine, yeah. you know. Is that something that was instilled from your from your parents? How were they? My, no, we didn't have those uh, morals right at home. You, you know, like I said my parents were hardworking people. Yeah. We knew we were loved at home. It's just the people that I hung with and and ran with that uh, 
we just uh, you know into... yeah we're just our, our state of you know yeah as teenagers that's yeah as teenagers you know you yeah. run with a certain crowd and you <laughs> do certain things and right you know like I was into the lowrider world you know and and, yeah. and uh, I don't want to say I was a gangbanger I wasn't a gangbanger but we're into the lowrider world and and I, I still love that you know hanging out with you're still you know, a car guy. Yeah, I'm still a car guy and hanging so, out with people that love cars and, and yeah. love that kind of a... Yeah. But you always run into knuckleheads every yeah. now and then, you know. So but, that's uh, and that's what I teach my kids or, and my grandkids, you know. Uh, wherever you are and, you know, people having a good time, there's always a knucklehead that's going to... And I don't want, you yeah. know, my kids to bow down to some knucklehead thinks he's getting yeah. an advantage on you. You know, you've got to defend yourself. And, yeah. And if you uh, take a licking, well, that's... What it took, and yeah, you, you know, right. you walk away, learn from that too, you know. Yeah, right, of course. Yeah. So yeah. what I like so far about listening to your story is that no matter who you hung out with, because like you said, you hung out with lowriders, you know, a group, gang, not a gang. I don't know what if it's a gang or not. Technically, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But you know, with that comes trouble, like you said. But what I love is that no matter what, you were always yourself. So you didn't ever start a fight. You were there to basically form your own opinion, you know, back up your friends, mm. you know, be the voice of reason almost, I would say. Yeah. I, I feel like that's who you are. Yeah, I still feel that way about you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm always down like for a good time. Right? Like you a know? peacemaker. Right. Like you'd yeah. rather have a good time than, than, then, than have somebody yeah have you can it, you still know. have fun and party yeah. and you know yeah and that's never left you by the way well, still and, see and, that and, you. And, and and you know and i feel that you know that uh i love having a good time and i don't like it spoiled you know by yeah. somebody you know my family fell in love with you on day one when they met you at our, at our wedding when they started. and still they still talk about you and richard gonna be there anytime they come I, you know I, I i got a gift i think uh yeah. uh because anytime I meet somebody or, or I hang out with people I've never met. You're instant friends. Yeah, I'm an instant, uh, and I guess that's just my personality. I love who I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love who I became. Yeah. And where I'm at in my life today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I and I love being that person. But I love the fact that if I have to be a a roughneck and yeah. protect myself, I can be that asshole too. <laughs> and we've seen both you sides. You can go there if you have yes, to. Yes, if you have to, you can go there. <laughs> and so we've I, seen both I like sides. having that switch. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. think, I don't like to be switch. forced into it. You don't want yeah. to be forced into it, but when you backed up against the wall, you know, I like to know that maybe I can, you know, right. come out ahead. For sure. And so, yeah, I, I kind of I kind of dig that also by myself. Yeah, of course. You know? And I think a, a reason why, like, you didn't have to teach your maybe grandkids that and stuff is because in a lot of ways, like, you can kind of, like, verbally defend yourself these days, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm thinking of my sister. Like, you know, she's very smart, and she's maybe had problems in her life, but, like, she's very smart and articulate, right? To where, I don't know, I feel like maybe, you know, talk down situations, right? De-escalate situations, or maybe, like, Another kind of thing is like, you know, you guys know the concept of like a resting bitch face. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. Do you know that? What that I, is? I do not. Well, it's like a new kind of thing. It's called like a resting bitch Somebody face. Somebody that always looks Always mad. looks mad. Oh, okay. really? I've never maybe, heard that term. Well, my mom gets that a lot and I got that a lot. <laughs> I used to get that a lot when I was in school. <laughs> and I've heard from many people, you know, that... 
Oh, you know, you looked like a bitch until I met you, you know? And then, yeah. You know, we were well, fighting. that can start problems, right? Well, and I think maybe that's why maybe I got into a couple of fights. Maybe. I don't know. I, maybe, you know, yeah. because girls back in my day were always like, what the fuck what are you looking at? You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. Well, maybe, I'm just thinking about I language. I had to work on that. I literally, yeah. because, because I heard that more than a couple times, I had to work on that myself because I'm like, crazy. I don't want to come off You don't like, want to come off like that. No, because I'm really not like that. Because you're not like that. That's not right. what you're thinking. You're not thinking no. of Yeah, so I had to, people, you know, I've always been shy, well, so yeah. I had, you know, to make an effort, like, yeah. to try and smile and really, yeah. looking at me or, you right. know, say hi. Because that could come off as being unapproachable, sure. too, when you, when, you, when you just look mad or you yeah. get pissed off all the time. Yeah. It like, maybe you start oh, I'm not going to come, like, oh, what, what are you looking, looking at? at? Why, right. why are you looking well, at me? Well, I, I yeah. think just like anything, first, <laughs> first impression, right? First yeah. impression, yeah, uh, that's huge. Whether I can meet somebody or yeah. even if you're not meeting that person, you see them sitting across the table and they got a pissed off look okay, at him yeah. and I, well, I, don't think, I don't think I need to talk to this person. Yeah, already, like, you know? yeah. Well, and what's very interesting is my mom just said like she had a resting bitch face sometimes, but she was shy. She didn't yeah. say she was judging people and she was, you know, thinking that type of stuff. She said she was shy. Yeah. So like kind of what I was thinking about is kind of like how the language has evolved, right? Or maybe our personalities have evolved to where my, my sister and I haven't gotten to much problems like that. Whether we can kind of like have a better first impression, not be so shy, because I know you taught us not to be shy. Maybe or or smile a little more. Smile more. Like you taught us, like you know, nobody's Look, better I, than you. I wasn't sure about Des until I heard her laugh and, her, and saw her smile, and then, then I'm like, okay, this girl's. Beautiful. That's why we shouldn't be so judgmental <laughs> when you first meet a person. You shouldn't be judgmental, yeah. You shouldn't be judgmental and exactly. get to know a person. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of that going going There's through life. There's more. You know, or, uh, but also, if someone has a resting bitch face on the other side. You shouldn't necessarily just think, oh, they're judging me or something. Right. You should be like, oh, you know, let's try yeah. to talk to them. Let's try to, you know, be nice. As, much as, people, the eyes. as much as people try don't to Don't just assume, judge. oh, <laughs> they're staring at me. They yeah. must have a problem or something. Yeah, yeah. You just said yeah that's, that's why, that's why we say don't be judgmental. You it's never know difficult. if that person's having a bad day or going through something. It's difficult or, or to get just past shy that. Right. or, you know, whatever. Yeah, it is difficult to get past that, but yeah. You know, I've, I've had a lot of that in life, you know. Or uh, uh, I don't think I had a bitchy look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just my look in general, whether you know, I judged at the time that I've met. But yeah, uh, what well, after I, I get to talking to somebody, meet yeah. somebody, hey man, you're a pretty cool dude. Okay, That's so what did that mean? Yeah. What did that mean? That's what I always <laughs> ask. Well, well, I know you just look because like a hard you know, guy to approach, man. Yeah, like you let's have maybe break that down a little bit. Wait yeah. a minute, and I'll tell you why. Because me growing up. Everybody was scared of dad. Your dad Why? What does mean. he look like? Well, because he has tattoos. Let's break it he, down. You know, he Boom has the, the goatee. He has a goatee. Yeah. He just looks like. Looks like he could throw down. You know, like looks maybe like he's been to jail a couple of times looks or like something made, like that. You looks know? like maybe he did some time. Yeah. But once you talk and you get to know him, they're like, oh shoot, you know, That's you're a fucking teddy bear. Yeah. Well, I need to say real quick, like all of those, you know, maybe, maybe it looks like he's done some time. Like all of that is like new to me. Because growing up, like you're, you're my grandpa, you know. I, I don't look at you as dangerous or anything. But only did it get, but only did it get until my friends started saying that, like, oh, you're, I think your grandpa was scary or something, or I hope your grandpa likes me. I was like, why? Why wouldn't you? Especially if you knew my grandpa out of other grandpas, like, why? Why wouldn't you? And then later I started seeing, oh, okay, 
hey, this gang member kind of looks like my loving grandpa. Like, yeah. what's going on here? And then other oh, people... Got old enough. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, it's the mustache maybe and tattoos. I guess people think like that. But, you know, I guess it's the area. The, 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 the confidence also can, you know, because you do... What you and I got to be honest with you, I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's not a, I mean, it's, look, yeah. that's not a bad trait to have. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people are a little scared of you off yeah. the bat. That's, yeah. That's not a bad you know, thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure. No, that's funny. I like that. You don't want to look like as a softy. But, but I really enjoy the fact that uh, uh, when somebody judged you like that, is the emotion afterwards. Do me all right, guy, man. For you sure. Know, get yeah, to yeah. talking and say, well, what made you think otherwise? Well, you then you have this camaraderie. You judge the book by the cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they were being they were being judgmental. Yeah, they were being judgmental, and uh, yeah. but yeah. you know that's well, just. Everybody has a well, back in the day yeah. before before tattoos became the norm, you know, maybe that used to be you know people looked at people with tattoos as being a certain way. But now well, you, don't yeah. you don't even hear about it anymore. Oh yeah, it's a lot. Well, you know, just like you, uh, uh, me and Ryan had that conversation uh, not too long ago about them guys that tattoo their faces. Now that's a new thing, right? right. It used to be thing? arms, you know, but now people, it's normal to get arms, legs, tattoos. Well, I know when the they face tattoo is now fairly new. When somebody was locked up or something, it's yeah. for in, uh, intimidation. For that's sure. what I heard. Well, yeah, and, and other things, you know, like the teardrops and yeah. things of that nature. Well, those, those, well, the, those have some kind of meaning. Uh, yeah, meaning. Teardrop I also is heard mean. that if somebody tattoos you in prison on your face, they're almost punking you? Or That's the other thing. Of, there is, yeah. another, there is, is that. that another? There is, uh, there is that. Right. And then Ryan says shock value. Yeah. These days, yeah, these yeah. days it's Which I, like, hadn't, I hadn't heard before. That I want to get in front of more people's faces. Yeah, like, like, I want to get attention. Look at Lil Wayne. Look at Post Malone. Okay, look at guys like that. With hell, look at uh, who's the boxer? Uh, Tyson. Tyson. That was surprising too, because back then it was more like, oh, you're gonna think I'm dangerous. Right. But now it's more kind of like, oh, like they're gonna want to see what's going on with me, you know? Or like yeah. I'll get in front of more people's faces. So is that still to bring attention to you? I think it does. Yeah. Right? Is yeah. that? Is I think that, they're going to come to a point where people yeah. without tattoos are going to be abnormal now. Yeah. Well, right now, I think you it's getting not. so like overplayed where like yeah. all the young artists who think they're going to make it are doing that. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, the face all tattoo's good. getting overplayed to where people aren't going to think, oh, they're dangerous, and they're not going to think, ooh, very interesting, I want to see what they got going on. Because it's like, you see it all the time. He's so it's becoming kind of just the norm. To where, like, now I think even more days you would see somebody like you and you wouldn't necessarily think they're as dangerous right. or trying to get attention. It's right. kind of just the norm now. Yeah. So that's what it's growing into, I would say. Yeah, I believe that. I'm I changing. believe that. Mm-hmm. I just think it looks dumb. <laughs> the face tattoos, I'm still not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, I haven't seen any of them that, make, that actually look good on somebody. I, just like when the piercing was big. When was the piercing? In the 80s? Yeah. Well, still, no, it's piercing still the lips big. and nose and it's, people it's are, still it's coming back. It's still, it's still, still a thing. And, you really? know, and, and now it's getting with younger and younger people. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, Adrena just got a nose piercing. Yeah. She's into that. She wants more and more. Yeah, I'm not a huge. No, I just remember uh, Eddie. Remember Eddie? Mm-hmm. When he got pierced, there wasn't we what? couldn't go anywhere. With both of us looking the way we did, uh, <laughs> where you didn't get the attention to where, what the heck, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of a... Yeah. Uh, what was it? 
Well, no, it's just you, kind of a trip to see everybody looking at you, you and just wondering, you know, you're what are you, who are you, what you're all about. You, you get know? profiled back then. Oh, shit, this guy is carrying something? Or yeah, yeah. for sure. And I remember <laughs> those, uh, when that was yeah. first happening, all the pierces in the lips and the yeah. He's into something illegal? Yeah, he, uh, some kind of crazy guy or whatever. Sure. Right. And now it's a norm. So Yeah, yeah. now it's a norm. Times has changed, big for time. sure. Well, yeah, yeah, going back to generations, though. So what would you say is the biggest difference between your generation and mine, Dad? What do you think? You growing up compared to me growing up? Because there's a difference between me and my kid, a big difference. Uh, as far as what, I don't quite understand the, the generation the, the generation just growing up, just like, the differences. Like, what do you see in general in the, the differences between our generations? Like, for me, I know that in my, in, in mine, one there was always one parent at home, always one right. somebody at home, right. and you don't see that anymore. So that's kind of one of the one of the differences in generations that we see. Well, we did kind of just talked before the pod, and I think before the podcast, and you kind of brought something up that was um, like different. I think you said that. Um, you were always like allowed to be out in the street at night, and you were with your friends late at night till oh, one o'clock, till one a.m., two a.m. And your well, friends' you parents would be like, "Oh, that's you're allowed to do that. That's interesting." Yeah. But then you said when you raised your kids, you didn't let them just roam the streets. You were on them harder. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a difference that's, right there. I'm wondering if that's situational, though. You know, that's just well. He said on. that's how his kind of. Yeah, no, I, I get it, but I, mean, I have friends that were allowed to, you know, do whatever they wanted. So that's what I'm saying. I think. Parents, well, our think family generational difference, or like the world family oh, yeah, generational difference. Sense. What yeah, do you? Yeah, our yeah. family. Okay, yeah, our family. So in our family generational. That was that was a big difference. Oh yeah, my parents were strict with me. Well, tell us about it, because you probably. Well, I was. Well, very grandpa strict. was so. able. Grandpa was able to, like he said, run the streets, because grandma and Nana and Papa Poli, they were always working. They were pretty free. And with was, was they the, were pretty free. Yeah. Was the language barrier with them and like the outside world? I mean, you know, because they only spoke spoke Spanish. Do you think that had anything to do with letting you guys do whatever, or were they just? Were they just workers and I, I, I think it was just I think what? it was just the uh, uh, or having uh, boys maybe no it's just the times are boys. different you know the times were different it was uh, well, we don't have what we have now you know all these crazy people running around was LA more people. dangerous than Mexico at that time did they come into maybe a nicer kind of area or more opportunity yeah, that, yeah that's all, all this was was an opportunity for jobs, yeah. better opportunity for all of us to you know to to yeah. grow and, and live better lives, which uh, they accomplished that. They were, we're living a lot better lives. Yeah, he's able to buy a house. He's yeah. able to, you know, but they were letting you run the streets. They weren't necessarily scared of the danger. They were just real lenient with us, you know. Uh, they may not have known of the dangers either, though. No, they, they, didn't, they, they didn't, didn't grow up with it. You grew up with it. Right. right. They, they didn't know, and, and we didn't have much curfews, you know, uh, right. like most of my friends. But, but uh, you know, there was a lot of respect and love at home. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But we did have a lot of freedom, and that was awesome. You know, sure. it was awesome, but you didn't want them to have that freedom. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome, but you didn't want your child to have that. Freedom. You gotta understand. Uh, uh, we're talking about me and my brother, my two brothers, boys uh, versus boys girls. versus girls. Because you had mostly girls. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, that, that's a big so difference. True. So I was gonna make sure that you know my girls weren't gonna be out running the streets and acting wild. It's kind of the opposite. Huh? <laughs> Where, yeah. yeah. Whereas your parents, they had mostly boys, and you guys yeah. had girls. Total, totally opposite. And yeah, that's completely different. You definitely don't want them passed out past 
that no. dark. As soon as the, like, the street lights come on, you better get your ass home. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, my mom always knew where we were. Yeah, well, we well, weren't ever able to spend a night at anybody's And house. I've heard stories about your guys' neighborhood, and that it's, it's like a, what they say, a village. It takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. Well, it sounded like that's kind of where you guys were. Like, your neighborhood was like a village. Like, you, you're, you're, everybody knew where you were, who you were. Yeah. Sure. Right, your mom knew everybody. Was that everybody a knew, like he, people in your school, like the janitor knew who you oh, were. Oh, my dad you had freaking like, one of his people close you. friends was security at my. You couldn't get away with anything. At my middle school, <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. Where you go? Yeah, yeah. Where you go? Oh, See, that's that's that's, yeah. that's you amazing. You know, I was I was ditching one day, walking down the street. My friend's mom passed by. Guess what? She stops, picks me up, takes me by the school. Oh, but that's wow. Oh yeah, they yeah, knew because awesome. we grew up in the same. I grew up in the same neighborhood that they did, so they knew. A lot of my friends were their friends' as kids yeah. as well. You and that's know? back so, at a time though when nobody really moved. Once you buy a house, yeah. you pretty much you live in that's your old forever home. Yeah. Whether you tried to or not, did you know that you built like a kind of strong community around your family? Yeah, you did. That yeah, was, yeah, absolutely. Was, that was different than your parents, maybe. Like, did your parents know everybody? Well, I was stricter than my yeah, parents were, were but uh, sure. uh, the same love and uh, yeah you, uh, were shared at home, you know, and, and respect. Yeah, but you were yeah. very protective of your girls. Like very, you. very protective. Yeah. Even like, now, I still am. You still are. Did you lighten up a little bit when the boy came along? Not really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kind of stayed on my. Yeah, I stayed on my. How many know, kids do you have, Grandpa? You have. Well, I don't know. Let me just say that I had it the worst. You were number one. You were born firstborn. You have four kids. You had it worse. I have four kids. Three girls. Three girls. Three girls first, son, and then yeah. the boys last one. And Junior was the last one. And Junior was the last one. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and, I had it the worst. And Desiree is right. She did have it the Desiree's worst. Desiree's here. Well, that's the trial. You had to She's the that. first one. She's no. the first. You yeah, had the first one. That's the first one. That was my payback to uh, a lot of things that I had done wrong. And she was good. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she was good. Yeah. 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 And she she felt the wrath. <laughs> I tried <laughs> then. No doubt. Oh, I tried then. But yeah, I did yeah. catch the wrath. What did you try? What did you try? I mean, you tried I tried sneaking out. I tried ditching school. You know, hey, but all of those things I made you away. So were you bad at being bad or was grandpa good at I was just I think because I was I I just felt like I couldn't do anything that I had to sneak around and do it, you know? And I, if I'm being completely honest, and I don't know, you can tell me if I'm wrong, Dad. I think after I ran away you guys lightened up a little bit and I feel like I became more open with you guys. I was you know, I, I started telling you guys you know i'm gonna go here yeah. and go there you know i was able to do things a little bit more i had a little bit more freedom once they like the report in return yeah. i would i would tell them the truth you know yeah so i mean i don't know so that a better parenting to this let you go and experiment on your own maybe with a little bit of constriction but not so much balance like no, it's a balance i think like you go. said when you ran away i think once you kind of leave the nest you leave the nest uh, no. You know, you start to see, <laughs> you start to see life a little different. Huh? We might hear that story from from Des actually when we interview her later on, on another day. No, I like well, real quick, what you're talking about, you as a parent, when you realize your child to try to leave the nest, yeah. how did you feel about how that? How did that happen? How did oh, happen? well, it's, it's painful. It's, it, it's not as it's more scary than 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 hurt because of why you know she ran away. Of course, you know you knew you loved them. They knew they were loved. It's just you know. Things you go through in life, I guess, whatever she was going through. Yeah, and, and, and we were strict, and no doubt about it, we were strict. And you know, some people just want to get away from that, and I understand. 
But it wasn't so much that uh, she hurt me from running away as the fear that I had that she was out there and I didn't know where she was. Yeah. Right. And so that 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 uh, surpasses everything other any other uh, emotions that, that you want through the fear. So when she came back, do you were you kind of more lenient? Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Was I more lenient? I feel like uh, maybe. I feel like Understanding maybe more. I think we all learned a little something from that. How old were you, mom, when you ran away? I don't even remember how old you were, honey. How old were you? Teenager. Teen, maybe? Oh, mid teens. Wasn't it? Isn't that typically when they when they say girls basically are that's when they're at their worst trial, trying their parents, trying the boundaries. Before I did all my dirt in middle school. Yeah. I got that all out of the way when I got to high school. I straightened up, you know. I mean, I, and I was, I have to say, I don't think I was a bad kid. I don't think I was bad. No. I, mean, and, and, I don't know, you and, can ask him. I, don't, I mean, Grandpa, I had a mouth. Well, I, I did talk back. I didn't know when to shut up. And you know? honestly, none of my kids were bad kids as to say. They were, you know, they were disrespectful or, you know, doing things that really didn't fly. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah of course, we experimented. Yeah. I experimented with, you know, alcohol. You know, I tried cigarettes. I tried, I was always scared to try anything else i have to say that and that's being 100 well, percent. then that's good so you did so those things that they instilled they were in the back of your mind you did you did pay attention to those things you, yeah. while you did push some envelopes uh some you knew not to cross some some borders you not knew not to cross yeah and you held true and and, sure. and 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 kudos to you because whatever you've done she's really just an amazing woman and i'm not just saying that because i'm married to you and i might be biased <laughs> <laughs> I won't go wrong. Like, I won't go wrong because I can, but really, you've done a wonderful job because she's amazing. Well, and, and that's the thing, you know, where we're at now in life, and, yeah. uh, and I'm very blessed. Uh, yeah, with I what see. I have, well, you know, my family overall. May I ask why you don't want to talk about you running away? <laughs> well, she probably her story might be different than his, so we might want to hear that straight from you. I don't think we need to hear details of it. Well, I ran away. Maybe she doesn't want to know what's going, what happened and all that. I, I kind of really don't want to know details. So but you might not know why either. Uh, oh, well, I'm true. Well, well, let's just say he was over a boy. I couldn't have a boyfriend. Okay, and I wanted yeah. to have a boyfriend. Yeah. Gotcha. And, okay. you know, I well, got caught a, ditching one day and I, I could see his so point. Not, trouble, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want you to have a boyfriend either at 15. Nobody wants. No father of a well, girl at once. Now, oh my gosh! If, sure. if Serena at that age, you'd be. Oh, I'd be the same. You'd be living. Honestly, I'd be the same. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't blame that. And listen, I don't blame my parents for any ass whooping that they. Well, did. you gotta understand. And then you gotta understand. You're talking about you 13. You gotta understand. Yeah, that, uh, that's what I'm me saying. Me and your Look mother. <laughs> me and your mother started our well, life. That's another thing. When, my mom okay. got me at 16. Yeah. Well, then my there's dad that. Was, what, so you, 17, 18. Yeah. So you might have felt like, well, shit, she was young, right? I mean, why can't Well, I think I, you kind of go up through that, right? You didn't see it that way. I wasn't trying to get pregnant. No, I know that. But you look at it like, well, she had a fucking. Well, that worked for them. You know, it worked. So, I wasn't uh, thinking that. I okay. just wanted a boyfriend. I got you. <laughs> and they didn't let me. You know? They didn't let you. So you basically just, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was. Didn't like their rule on that. Issue. I didn't like the rules, you know, and. And who likes rules? Nobody likes rules. Nobody does. Who's gonna follow the rules? Nobody does. That being said, when you look back, girls, I mean, as, <laughs> as you know, because you've had three of them, girls mature way faster than boys do. Well, definitely in a Perez family, they do. Uh, that's 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 a, that's a for sure I'll thing. I second that. That's, <laughs> that's a given. Yeah, it's kind of a given. And we still see it through, uh, you know, our 
grandkids now. Through your grandkids. Yeah, we see that through either a grandkid or your great grandkids, even. Nephew or something, you know. But yeah. I'll have one of these for sure. All right. I brought some Pacificos in. Grandpa, this. We are indulging in a beverage. Whether it's your favorite or not, I think it's your favorite. What's your favorite beer? You know what? This is my favorite, actually. And this reminds me of Pacifico. Pacifico. Reminds me when uh, we used to camp in Ensenada, La Jolla. Oh, my gosh. With all my uncles, and we used to drink Pacifico. And, uh, so, yeah, the weird thing about out. that is, but when I was a teenager, I believe I was in high school, maybe beginning of high school, I actually summered down there. I wonder if we were on the same beach at the oh, same time. Let's crack them on three. Let's all crack them on three. One, two, three. Salud. Salud. I may have I may have ran into Des back in the day. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm just saying. And to be honest, I would not given you a second look. No. I always wear my thing. Why you like that? Look, I had hair. Look, I had hair back then. Let me let me say yeah, a, yeah, let me let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story about family members without mentioning names. Yeah. Uh, they used to camp out there in Ensenada also. Mm-hmm. Two different families. Uh, okay. Uh, Two I mean, within families. our family, uh, the, yeah. uh, they all used to be together. family, and, uh, and then another last and, name. Yeah, another last name was family members. Okay. And they used to camp at the same beach uh, yeah. campsite. Yeah. That particular year, they didn't know that they were there at the same time. They didn't know. They had oh, no clue that what? they were camping there. Is that how you guys all became? No, not us. It's just family members. <laughs> just, just throw that out there. And my cousins, well, we had. Uh, two or three female cousins. And then we had, uh, on the other side, they had uh, more boys than girls. Uh Uh-oh, yeah. Without mentioning names. Yeah, without mentioning names. I don't know, I've never heard this. And so, uh, one day they were out there at the beach, a beautiful day out in Ensenada, they were enjoying the beach, uh, riding horses and whatever you do out there in the beach. And they met some boys. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Wow, well everybody was thrilled. Hey, you know, good times. Good times. Ah, so, uh, listen, hey. it's with some in, hey, uh, exchange some information, we'll meet up later on. and Exch- Sorry, exchange uh, what? Exchange. Information like, you know, uh, we'll pager? Meet, we'll, no, not pages. Uh, uh, no, I want to pay that. Just information yeah. on, uh, hey, listen, Longity, uh, Longity, after, dinner, we'll, after dinner, we'll meet over here again, you know, after dinner or something, we'll meet. Right. Hey, here's here's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when they went back, they met up and they brought them boys over to the campsite and go to find out when their dad, when they introduced them to the dad, the dad went on finding out that they were cousins. They were all oh! Wait a minute. And being the only white guy in this Mexican family, that usually happens on our side. What the yeah, hell? Well, <laughs> sometimes it goes at least out. Well, we don't know how far they went. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. We don't know how far they went. We don't know how far they went. Them who know the story only know. Those involved don't know. We might want to know. Anyways, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just, yeah, it wasn't a bad thing at all. It was just kind of a what a pretty cool story. Yeah. That was a pretty cool experience. Uh, but y'all used to drink Pacificos with your uncles. Yes, and then the beach. That, that, and how old were you able to share share a cold one with your uncles? No, I was always already an adult. I already okay. had, I already, oh, had okay. I already had kids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you know, of course, when we started camping, when we were youngsters. You know, we were young, of course, yeah. too. But when I got older and I was able to, uh, yeah, you know, crack open a beer with them and uh, yeah, yeah, those were beautiful times. Beautiful that's kind of what it reminds me. Yeah. 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 Pacifica. Uh, when I was down there, we weren't able to drink. I went with uh, a friend of mine, 
and a uh, and his parents. We summered down. I spent the whole summer. My parents actually let me go, and, and that'll be on another podcast. But I spent my my whole summer down there, uh, mostly in Colorado. But we went to went to uh, Rosarito and Sonatas down there, and they had a they had a, a VW van that we camped out in. We used to buy fireworks on the on the beach and stuff. But right. I wonder if that was around the same time. This was well, I think eight years. Like years. I remember you saying that you did camp at La Jolla. You do yeah, remember uh, Rosarito? Rosarito, I remember. Ensenada. Also. We didn't camp in Rosarito. Ensenada, I also remember. Mm-hmm. We might have okay. making a tour through there to the All beaches right. for sure. Because at the beach, when we walked by there the last time we were there, um, it looked familiar to me. That looked like oh, really? That looked really familiar to me. What year then? Maybe we can get down to this. What year were you guys in? <laughs> For me, it was early 80s. Early 80s? Yeah. Listen, were you guys Ron is 10 years older than me. Remember that. We are so 10 years different. So if I saw her, we're not saying you guys had love for Sai. We're saying we guys happened to be at the same place. We might have been in the same place. But wait, didn't you say something about Tucson as well? Were you ever over there? Yeah. Oh, oh I, was, I was a kid. I she was four years old, Ron. I think I would have got a hold of you. I was like seven. Look, but okay, so I was seventeen, and I was in high school in Tucson. So yeah, we were in the same place. No, the same but time. I don't, did I go to Tucson or Phoenix? Tucson. Tucson. Well, yeah. that's where I grew up. Okay. So we'll do, and that'll be another Tucson. podcast later on. But yes, yeah. uh, we yeah. might, we did we did mention that before. We were, might have been at the same. Yeah. Spot. So what's yeah. Tucson, Arizona? <laughs> Uh, okay, so that was the difference. You know, my dad had all the freedom in the world in oh, his sure. in his family generation. I was on lockdown on my generation. <laughs> well, so then it comes to my kids. Yeah. I tried to balance it out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, was I strict? Was I? I wasn't. I don't think I was that lenient. Did I balance it? You would have. To, you let me know. Yeah, I think when I was young, I was mouthy. Oh my gosh, you were the worst. And I think that was all me. And then later on in high school, because mind you, like for a little bit of my in-between years, maybe preteen years, I was living with grandma and grandpa. Was I not? So like, there's kind of some parenting that I feel like. Well, when you, I don't remember you were up north. When I went up north, when I was in, I I went to eighth. I went to eighth grade. Oh no, that was with you. So what was it, sixth and seventh grade? Were you up north and I was with grandma and grandpa? I wasn't up there for two years. No? It was somewhere. Oh, yeah, you, you were. were. But they came up there at some point. because No, they, I wasn't. I was up there for nine months and I came back to San Diego. But then you went back up there. Transfer. So we got to figure out where you were. Time and I was. took the kids. Did you live with Mary at Okay, that that's right. Yeah. So that was like a little bit of chunk. That was kind of like, time. I yeah. got parenting from yeah. grandma and grandpa yeah. and I got parenting yeah. from you. So yeah. like, my high school years? No, I don't think you were strict. I think I, you know, right, but rightfully right. He, got you what I got. You always had. You always. You couldn't take no for an answer. I couldn't take so no. So as far answer. as strict, I mean, you got to go to your friend's house. I even let you spend the night at your friend's house. I couldn't spend the night anywhere when I was a kid. So I. Nicer just, city. We moved from where? L.A. You were. For you sure. You grew up in There's L.A. Nicer city. You grew yeah. up in L.A. Like Grandpa grew up in L.A. Yeah, I grew up in the South suburbs of, of in the, totally in the Inland Empire. In the Inland Empire, yeah. my friends were all on one street. That's true. Yeah, it's I think you almost have to in the city. I think you grow up faster in LA. I think though, it's I think it's like you always want to give your kids better than what you had. Oh, of course. So, but in doing so, I want to say that yeah. when it got down to me having kids, I created a monsters. Tell us about that. Well, but did you? But did you? Tell us about the monsters. Actually, I can't say monsters. That can be another podcast too. But 
I don't think so. I mean, we, no, my not kids the way are good. Turned out. Not my, the kids way turned good. Out. my kids are good. I'm, I'm saying, just saying, yeah. as far as you know, I want. I yeah, I want this. I want that. Or you know. Oh, okay, they're not. That. You got to pay rent. They're not. You know, that I'm, yeah. the, I'm the most horrible. You know, you, <laughs> I'm trying to instill like you know responsibilities and stuff and. And Listen, there's no parenting handbook, you know? No, no. no. I'm sure all of us have insecurities about being a parent. I know I do 100%. Well, you know, you always I can't even speak on think it. you can do better. Yeah, oh, that'll be a whole... But I'm saying as far as generation-wise, you mm. know, you always want to give your kids what you didn't have. So my dad had all the freedom, mm. you know. I want to say my... Well, my mom, her grandfather was... What didn't great. you have that you... Grandpa... Because my mom just said you tried to give your kids what you didn't have. You try to give them what? more. You try you to give them more. Just a you had the freedom. You didn't give them things. What didn't you maybe have that you we, tried to give them? What was your maybe parenting strategy if you had one? Because you were young. Well, there's no parenting strategy. It's like you said, there's no handbook on how to be a parent and how to guide your children. We'll have to ask Grandma uh, when we well, you, her on our you're podcast. You're basically winging it every time. Yeah, you're winging it. Grandma can answer that. And better. she was your trial. Uh, <laughs> well, if there's no strategy, that might be a strategy. Yeah, you just wait. Not really. We, 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 had, we had everything we needed as kids. I don't feel that we ever we were ever deprived of anything. And I you don't know? feel like I was deprived, but, you know, growing up, I didn't think I was, you know. But then maybe it was because I was a single mom and I didn't want my kids to miss out, you know. Well, that's a huge difference. Yeah, single. Yeah. That's, that's a different thing. Yeah. For sure. I don't want them to be without, so, yeah. you know, you're going to have cool clothes, too. You're going to, you know, play and football, too. And I'm going to make sure you're that gonna, Yeah. 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 Sure. So. Yeah. I, I was definitely involved in a lot. Yeah. You were. Yeah, For you sure. were. Definitely. Those but are you have to admit, too, it's yeah. the entitlement that you had. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. that's probably part of my fault, too. Because you yeah, of course. tried to give them more, everything. Right. And so they I felt know. entitled to everything, yeah. right? So they, yeah. yeah, I was definitely a little bit spoiled, and you were when Grandpa you tested the water, when Grandpa, sure. because right. I knew when you I got out that, yeah. when I when I became of age, yeah. you know, I wanted to have my own job so that I can buy whatever kind of pants I wanted to wear or whatever, you know, shampoo, yeah. body soap, whatever. I just wanted to buy what I wanted to buy instead of my, you know, my mom and dad buying it for me. Like you get what you get, right. you know. You're tired of zest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm tired of zest. At a certain point, I was being blessed with, and ex- at a certain later point, I was expecting right. about two hundred to three hundred dollars per year for school clothes. Right. So that's that is our difference. See, you were looking for your stuff, and I was like, and I was like, can I get two hundred for school clothes? 200, 300. So that's a difference. Yeah, you that's gave me difference. more than you had for sure. Yeah, well, you guys were Jordans. We were Vans. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, grocery store uh, shoes. My mom used to get our shoes at grocery store. <laughs> okay, listen. Basically, this this podcast started off right with just my grandpa. Our grandma's definitely here right now. And grandma just got here. Say, say hi, mom. Say hi, grandma. <laughs> Good to see you. Yeah, so we're going to invite you for your Yeah, you're also going to have your own. So grandma's getting her. Yeah. 
Get ready for that one. That would be fun. Recap. But what did you yeah, say real yeah. quick? How much was my scooter? No, how about when Ryan can just get a skateboard? <laughs> we had to go all scooter. the way to Riverside. Scooter. Yes. All the way to Riverside. Special wheels. Oh my God. All the. Wait, can we talk about that? Because that is a moment where I was like, holy crap. I got what I wanted. Okay, but listen, the grandpa's our guest. We're supposed this to talk. This is our guest. <laughs> I wanted to go back into his car stuff because that's what I'm really curious about too. He did I mention that he's a car story. guy. And what was your first car? My first this car. This is bringing it all, because it got heavy there for a minute with all, yeah. all the, the stuff. Yeah. Let's, way off topic. Let's bring it back down. <laughs> I want to hear about your first car, your very first car you had. My very first yeah. car, actually, my father gave me my first That's car. That's what I, I remember hearing. Every car after yeah. that. <laughs> I remember hearing that. Thank you, Pops. Yeah, thanks, Pops. Uh, yeah. 1963, Chevy Impala. Oh, oh I, I love that. I thought you had the Pontiac. Oh, that wasn't my first car. Well, okay. 63, uh, I showed you how to drive it. Remember when you ruined my rim? Remember when you went up the curb and you ruined my rim? <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a permit, a driving permit. And you asked for it, or he said it's about time you get your car? I think I just kept borrowing it, and eventually he just... He gave it to you. Just... Yeah. Just so took, listen to this, we talked over. about giving your kids more than what <laughs> you have, right? This guy had You had like, Grandpa gave you like what, five cars? Look, back then we didn't know it was a car. I didn't even get a that car. Thing was a, Can I just put You the know back then, I that thing, get a car. what that was going to become. And guess what? But that's 63 That was number one mistake for Grandpa, because you get one car, <laughs> and you decide you want to race it now. and whatnot, wreck it. Oh, take it home to his dad, right? Take it home to Grandpa, and he... Um, Switch it up. For the oh, 62 and Paula. Oh, 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 what else did you have? What was that white one? A 65 and Paula. Oh my gosh. A 67 GTO. I think your dad was like into the cars himself. Like he must have been. He was a big car guy. He must have been. I, and I went to one. I wouldn't know that to look to, to for uh, a man that didn't know the language and yeah. came here kind of you know uh, a hardworking man. He had good taste in cars. He still does. What is that yeah, truck he that he does. still drives? Because I know people don't look at that as a classic, but that's a classic. What's that? His truck that he drives. Oh, what yeah. truck is it? What I, truck is it? Nice his two Toyota. The his work truck. Tacoma. That thing's a classic. And how long has that been running? Oh my god. Eighty-two. That thing's amazing. Since eighty-two. It runs like a like his brand new car. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't say that. He can take it to work, which is literally like less than a mile. I bet it's worth way more than he bought it for. Yeah, it's a real nice truck, and it's treated right. Put, no, he you probably won't get rid of it. I think that'll stay in the family. But you have he a two-you have a two-mile commute. <laughs> he hasn't yeah. put no mileage. I mean, he hasn't put no work into it. He doesn't you know? have to. Toyota no runs forever. No engine, no nothing, and it's the eighty-two. He's only driving it two miles a day. So you have a car that maybe because of him. You was he even was he even because no, and because he hung out with a car well, club. Uh, yeah, my, my friends club. were all car guys. So but that was hard. later on, right? I mean, you had the '62, then you had. No, I had a '63 rather than the '62. Yeah. But then, when did you join the car club? I joined the car club a little after my Desiree was born. Mm. No, was that. it before? Yeah, and then uh, so about in '75. Okay. I joined the classic car club, Santa Ana. I was in there for about a Santa year. Santa Ana? Santa Ana. Oh, wow. Santa Ana. Interesting. 
Yes. Are you still in touch with any of those guys? Uh, no, but they're still around. They're still okay. around. Uh, but after Desiree was born, then, uh, you know, things change. And, you yeah. know, after just, Desiree was born and he kept going to the meetings and going to the meetings, oh, I'm going to a store. Yeah. And he went to a meeting? He was at a meeting? He was at the park? And then his, <laughs> and then his own mom, his what? own mom said, Linda, don't let him do that. You tell him. That was a great life. Ever since then? <laughs> Listen, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting dog dog here from... Uh, You're getting story dog. dog. No, you are getting story dog. Real quick, yeah, yeah. everybody, listen. When we ask Grandpa a question, let him go on the tangent he wants because it's going to invoke whatever yeah. comes from him. Yeah, right. Just let him speak it out. Right. I was interested in the car club. When you joined the car club. Yeah. Like, I like that. The community you so were in. Right? You were in there for how long? About a year, uh, I met a lot of beautiful people. Uh, yeah. Great guys that are here. Yeah, I went to places yeah. I, you know, never thought I'd go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty cool experience. And then when Desiree was born, my first uh, daughter was born. Then uh, it was time to kind of leave that and get a little more serious about life, and, and that's what I did. But I, I still kept up with the car thing. You know, I'm still a car guy. Yeah. Still yeah. But matter of fact, I got a 1950 now, right now, right? That thing's in Arizona. When you have kids though. Now you have to work and, and kind of. You know what did change that whether you wanted it to end or not i don't think maybe you wanted your car thing to end what well, did it change the car thing doesn't change and you just you know it's in your head it's still in your head and still but you now know, you got response still have love for the cars i still do right for sure uh you know like i just said earlier i have a 1950 that's getting yes. fixed out there with we will definitely talk about that rusty shout out to rusty man so my brother in arizona he's doing a 1950 is what 1950 1950 shivy business Businessman coop. Yes, businessman's coop, and it's it's beautiful. From what I've seen, from what my brother has sent me, it's looking amazing. Yeah. Uh, from what I heard, I have a deadline yet, but we're gonna pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> when did you get that? That's pending. That car was an interesting. Uh, how we ran across actually, yeah. Linda's grandfather uh, had it out in the desert. Yeah. And uh, I remember we went out there one weekend. Uh, because uh, you know we'd go out there, uh, we'd go out there like every every two weeks we'd go out there and spend time with our grandpa. Yeah. We went out there one week and he had a fifty in the back of his car, but I mean the back in his backyard. And I had asked him where, uh, you know, that car came when he said he had bought it. Was it running? Uh, pardon me. Was it running? I don't think it was running. I don't think it was. Running. Running. Yeah, it it, was it running? It just started. He never okay. drove it far. But okay. He, you know, he would drive. Okay. But it sat there for a lot of years in the backyard, and then uh, as he got a little older, and uh, you know times change, he had to he had to he had to go back to Arkansas with his son. Right. You know he needed care. Uh, he kind of gave that fifty to us, and that's how it fell into our hands. And, yeah. What a gift. Once again, yeah. given a car. Yeah, once again. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Here you go. Enjoy it. I'm still, wait, I'm still waiting for a car. You know, my first car was a Vega. We'll go into that later. Right? Vega, wow. You don't even want to know. Oh, yeah. 30 miles per hour at top speed. Anyway, let's talk about. was given a car, <laughs> and so was Serena. Wow. It skipped a generation of I, In fact, I wasn't given this car. I had to buy it on my own. My brother's older brother. I must be super ungrateful. That's another what car was I given. Did you add to Dee Dee's Jeep? Oh, yeah. oh, that was after my first car, though. Oh, you did buy your first I bought my that first, first car. That Honda. Oh. Didn't last oh, long, yeah, yeah, but right. he, did, so, he did get the Honda. Sure, I was, yes. Worked for a full month yeah, to get I that. I worked the whole month. That's another project. I worked the whole month. 
So got that green Civic. Anyway, so that, the business coupe, that's how you got it. Did you guys ever drive it? We drove it very little because uh, uh, it was an old car and it sat for so long. Mm. Uh, we I remember driving it once to the gas station. Yeah. More, more than a mile or so. Two miles at the most. Came back home, parked it for another few years. Oh my goodness. So uh, it's never really been enjoyed. No, not really. On the road by you guys. And the last time we were going to uh, wow. take it to go get gas and drive it, uh, the master cylinder, the brakes went out and the master cylinder had gone out on me yeah. and it sat for another five years until uh, your brother Rusty came well, by and seen it. And remember, I remember first seeing it as being a, a, a storage. It was. It was starting to be a storage. It was a garage. It was a garage inside of a garage, basically, yeah. is what it was. Uh, so, yeah, thankfully, my brother does have a talent for building stuff. He does. He, he uh, did a few other projects for, for, the, for me, for one, and it, well, it's amazing the talent that Rusty. He saw had. that car and he, he decided he wanted to do that. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna help me out on that, which is uh, yeah uh, yeah a real beautiful thing. Offer to take that yeah. in. So yeah, he's he's had it for a, he's had it for some time now in his garage and uh, uh, I just hear good things. I haven't seen anything. Look, uh, I've seen some pictures. I'm just gonna let you know it's it's so I'm pretty damn really excited. But Shout out Copper Dot Collar on Instagram for sure, and look him up because look, he does some amazing stuff. Right, he's he's right, right. The guy is amazing. He's got yeah. some what is he? Real cool title. Uh, What's his? What well, was my his title? Will, what was he say his title is? So my brother will he'll be in the podcast later on down the road when I can talk him to coming out here. But yes, he's retired Navy. Was about 26 years in the Navy. Retired as an E8. He was a uh, master diver, deep sea diver, welder, welder, underwater welder, um, mm. just a, just a jack of all trades. But basically, yeah. mechanical of anything that he can fix and, and that well, he can build, right now, he yeah. can do it. And he's got some mad skills, ain't no doubt. He's done him work. and Don are pretty great. Him and Don. Right? So basically, well, that's, like I said, I don't want to keep sharing stuff because it's my you no, know, I mean, they my pop has to be later. But my no, I meant about about me. But uh, I didn't get the mechanical ability from my family. My brothers did. They're all great. Yes, my dad was. A, so we will let everyone know when I get that fifty call. back from Arizona. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. We'll, we will we'll definitely, definitely have a broadcast over that. Let you know how jazzed I am. I've never, never driven it. For sure. Okay. Well, I mean, I've seen pictures, it's and exciting. so uh, my brother's doing some pretty good work yeah. so far. You'll be surprised. Yeah. yeah. So, Grandpa, you were a car guy. Still are a car guy. I still guy. am. Yeah, I still yeah. enjoy cars. A printer for a long time. Printer by trade, still yeah. Is. 40, still is. 40 some yes. years, about ready to retire close. next year. Very close. Oh, oh, my still God. Is. I can feel it, man. The lights at the end of the tunnel getting brighter and brighter. Absolutely. Looking, Looking forward, forward to that. And what's your uh, plans? You know, everybody asks you, yeah, man, what are you going to do? You know right. what my answer is? Nothing. Whatever the hell I want. That's, <laughs> the, you know. that's, that's the number one answer. <laughs> what the hell I want to do? What are you going to do today, Napoleon? <laughs> you know, Cousin Larry, <laughs> Cousin Larry, a shout out to my Cousin Larry. Yeah, I feel like that's it. what he's doing, whatever the hell he wants to do. <laughs> and all the power to him. <laughs> You're going to do whatever you feel like. Oh, whatever I yeah. feel like. So that's overall, amazing. then, would you say, what would you say about your life growing up? Was it... Do you have like great memories? Do you think you 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 know had a lot of hardship? How regret. Would you, yeah, regret. You, you, you know, honestly, uh, I had a great childhood. Uh, even up to now, I have no regrets how I lived my life and how our life was, you know, played out for us. Right. I, I, you know, you you ask, people ask you this every now and then. If you had to live your life all over, would you change it? I wouldn't. 
Truthfully, uh, truthfully, I wouldn't because yeah. we had a great childhood, you know, upbringing. Uh, we loved that home, and then yeah. my world turned out to be a beautiful thing, you know, with my family and my wife, and yeah, so uh, yeah, you have no complaints family. in That's life sure. whatsoever, man. That's awesome. Yeah. As an outsider looking in, yeah. you have a pretty amazing family. Open door, like when I first arrived, yeah. I just felt I felt welcome from the day one. And it's that's always a beauty to hear, you know, that, that, that you yeah. feel welcomed and, uh, because that's, that's, that's what we're all about, you yeah. know, like hanging out with beautiful people, Yeah, you know. Ryan might have given me some side looks every now and then when I walked in oh, the first time. He still does every now and then, but that's okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I get it, I get it. That's, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I think you Ryan did didn't want to meet you in No, I know, I know that. Yeah, I Everybody know, else was wide open. Everybody else was open to be. But listen, now, now that being said, Ron, uh, my son-in-law, uh, great guy. If everybody wants to know, and I always say this, and people get blown away uh, when they ask me how they met, or I even tell them sometimes just to get a chuckle out of people. I say, yeah. you know how they met? They met in prison. Met Holy in prison. smokes! <laughs> well, they really? did meet in prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they really did. And man. what they did when they asked that is why they were in prison. And when they asked me what they what they do, I said well, they still do. They work for the prison system. They work. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I kind of love throwing that. I, I do have. Well, we I wasn't feeding Des through yeah. a food cart. Well, and I wasn't feeding him. I wasn't feeding him. I wasn't feeding him. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. so, so Ron did come into my family, and uh, yeah. yeah, you're a good dude, and uh, yeah, man, uh, yeah. That we're, could we're, be another topic on yeah. how you know yeah. how yeah. you feel blending into yeah. our Hispanic family. Well, then, you know, it could be a different, yeah. But like, real quick, I feel like Ron could give like some great perspective as to like. You know, like you obviously grew up in a different family, right? You married culture, all different culture, different culture, right? Different culture all together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's well, but you Tucson, Tucson, so I've been yeah. around. Yeah, I've been yeah. Around, he knows for how sure. to handle himself. Yeah. Sure. I want to say, I want to say, my first crush that I remember was with a Mexican girl. I, I was That's not who I was ever dated, but yeah. Did you ever date a Mexican? No. 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 Des was a yeah. Yeah. So not to generalize, but kind of in a way, you grew up around Mexicans, yeah. maybe, mm -hmm. but you just said you never dated one. You married into a Mexican household. Yeah. I feel like it is it is Grandpa's poverty. You could give us some a, a little bit of information. Well, like, we can. I, I know, but like topic. when you married into the this family, I guess what. What were your what first were your first yeah. Did you were you intimidated by you intimidated? I did initially because I didn't know what to I did initially because I didn't know what to expect. Uh, yeah. right? At first sight, yeah. what were your thoughts? I was a little intimidated by it. Just because of because of the, the you know, I you know, yeah, I've been in the prison system for a while and I look at you know like Huh. Yeah. I wonder if this. When did I take care of this guy? What point? I don't but know. You know, there was that thought. I think this was, and, and but and from first conversation, you were like just like a like a best friend. Like, yeah. and I said that earlier. You when you first meet when I first met you, it was like I knew you forever. Like you treated me like a like a like a friend, yeah. right, right off the bat. He did. Like, welcome, did like, he? open arms. And, and, yeah. and that yeah. was the thing, it, it seemed like yeah. you were... Not like a stranger, like, hey, my house, your house, yeah. enjoy, you know, whatever you need, you know. You felt like that. Yes, First very time. welcome, I'm very sure welcome. My, I'm sure my parents very welcome. were, were, were I was glad nervous. that I went for the good guy. 
Catholic. True. <laughs> I was nervous. I'll be honest. I definitely was nervous. Well, I think we yeah, always are when you go into it. But, but I, I think... Uh, this is one guy going into a house full of people yeah. that, you know, I have no idea who I'm running into. Yeah. You know, and you could hear, I could hear what Des tells me, you know, but until you experience it face to face, you don't know what you're getting into. So, in my own head, yeah, I was very intimidated, very nervous. I tried not to show it too much. I'm a shy guy. Yeah, you didn't show it very much. I, I seen a confident good. person, and that's that's what that's kind of what I it was fake. I, I was trying to feel well. I was fake because I, I'm really a shy person. Uh, so yeah, well, you, I was trying to show confidence for sure. That's important that you. Uh, I think that's very important that uh, you know I seen yeah. that you really were confident and yeah. and comfortable and uh, you know not. not well, and that comes from I guess how you guys were were, were treating me. Oh so, yeah, 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 the confidence. Like so. okay, cool, I can be myself around these guys. It was great. Yeah. And that comes from you, because you, you know you have that confidence, and you so, have open arms, and the way you greet people, the way you are when people meet you, right away they 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 you, you treat them as so I say family. to you, uh, you're a good man, and uh, yeah, Cheers. God bless. Absolutely, turned out good. Was 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 Ron, or and my mom was my mom the first one married? In, or no, yeah, was Auntie Didi married first? Oh no, Auntie Didi was. Yeah. Auntie sure. Didi was married. So Auntie your third Didi born was, yeah. was married. Was married first. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And now. Uh, oh yeah. 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 And then Desiree and uh, yeah, that was that was the first big wedding like that that we had. That was that was awesome. That was a good time. So you got you spent. That's the first time my family met you. And met. The was family. that the first time that we yeah. met? Yeah. No. Well, but, but that my mom. Your birthday. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, that's, that's right, that's right. right. But not everybody. Not you, everybody. Uh, just your mom. And I don't think mom. Russ was there, right? Russ wasn't there. John wasn't there. Who was it then? I don't remember. Don was it just your mom? And my mom. Don and my mom oh, were there. Yeah. It may or may not be like a good question or a right. big question, but like <laughs> a little boat. Yeah. when your kids were growing up, you had like, you know, whatever, some <coughs> boundaries on them. How did it feel when your first kid got married, you know? Like, were you giving her away? How, how did that kind of feel? Well, it was a beautiful feeling, you know, because you know, you, you know that she met a very good man and, uh, and, and you know her life was going to be, you know, She's gonna live a good life, so mm -hmm. yeah. I was, kid. I was very, I was very, uh, I was <laughs> very happy. I was very happy. First kid. Yeah. Yeah. Auntie Didi. No, it was the first marriage, not first. The first kid. marriage. Yeah, that that be Desiree. Yeah. First marriage was Auntie Didi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he said first kid was yeah. you. Oh, first yeah. kid. Oh, got yeah. it. Oh, got it. So yeah. Oh no, wrong. Well, we have um, we have audio of my dad. Don't do it. So, and what did he tell you? Don't give back. <laughs> wow, there's no way to Wait, what are you in context by this? What's going on? No, it, but we're just, because Grandpa was saying, don't do it. To who? kidding. To Ron. Yeah. yeah. Don't hurt me. At the wedding. He was just kidding. Yeah. You said that? Kidding. That was a good time, yeah. man. That was a great time. Joke. And he told Ron, yeah. no give backs. <laughs> no returns. No returns. <laughs> <laughs> How was that day for you? Oh, that was real. Yeah, that was a beautiful day. I never did, day. Right. I was I never did really ask that about you. know, that's the first time I seen my father out there dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. that was, that was cool. That was the first. Hey, first honest. time you saw him dancing, out there dancing without anybody spot. grabbing him by the hand and lead him out there. He just went out and danced and started playing. Huh? We should yeah. try to include a link to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, now it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Yeah, you can find that, it. That was, but that was fun. So you and know, see we're, doing you that. know, we were all having a good time, yeah. and everybody was having good spirits. And my dad got up and danced like that. Yeah, and you awesome. guys too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, 
you guys too. It was a great yeah. time. That was that was beautiful. Man. All our families together. Well, my handful of families, and then all of Des's family, which you know took up the whole yeah. entire. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had like five, six people there, <laughs> and Des had everybody else. What now, now, time, now, when Dee, Dee my youngest of the girls, Dee, yeah, when she got married, you know, we had, we we took her all the way to Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Hubby you was, guys were the only ones there. Yeah, he was, so he was in the he, army station. The rest that. of the family didn't go? You guys didn't go? They no, we just... To, and that's what I was talking about. That was your first kid that was married. Yeah. yeah. In Georgia. What part in Georgia. In Fort Gordon? Fort no, uh... Fort Benning. Fort Benning. Fort Benning. Okay. He was stationed in Fort Benning and... Uh, I've been out there. I was stationed in Fort Gordon before. Uh, yeah. That's later on. So Fort Benning, Georgia. He was on Fort Benning. Yeah. He was on his way to boot camp? Nobody cares. Dee Dee's not going to. Right. Yeah, that's fine. She's not going to talk about that. So. <laughs> yeah, and that's what, and, 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 you know, I, I, when we went to Fort Benning, uh, uh, I got a little bit of trouble out there, you know. It's uh -oh. supposed to be a, a happy times and all this stuff, you know. And uh, I remember we got on base, and uh, she had rented a place on base, and it was close to the uh, driving range, and those guys were out there... Uh, practice shooting tanks and they were shooting everything out there. Wow. Don't tell me. Yeah, so I would grab my cameras and went down and start filming. Oh. All the yeah. impressive uh golf shots. No, they golf. Oh <laughs> driving range. Yeah, driving range. Yeah. Shooting yeah. Yeah. yeah, driving range. Yeah, driving range. I'm talking about a military base and never out there. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tanks, everything yeah, out there. Yeah, they huh? had tanks and oh the my God. machine gun shooting out there. And you there were recording. And, and I was filming all that. <laughs> yeah, they don't so like when, that. Well, yeah, so when They're I was like done filming, I'm walking back and uh, MPs, came, MPs up and came up and brushed <laughs> on me. <laughs> yes, sir. I wanted my camera and wondering, wondering why I was filming. I wow. thought it was some terrorist trying to gather. Some, yeah, you were uh, <laughs> gathering some secret Mexican spies. Right? Uh, but anyways, uh, that was a pretty cool experience, even though it was yeah, kind of scary. No doubt. Uh, yeah, once they got out of my info, they found that it was no big thing. But that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty wild. Yeah, exciting, exciting yes. for sure. So, that was your experience over uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's, funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, what? I think we can kind of wrap this up a little bit. Basically, yeah, man. learned a lot about you, Grandpa. Thank you so much for Look, coming. You yeah, taught us. I, think, lot, there's, right? I well, think there's so know, much in your past that we could probably have oh, yeah, later on. Oh yeah, we have to go by topic for my dad. Again. Yeah, really. so yeah, I think you'll yeah. be one of our frequent flyers on this podcast because we have a lot of stories. And, and, and the way you present yourself, uh, I think it's just it's perfect for the for a podcast. I think it's, it's, well, listen, thank you for having me. I want I, one last here. question. I do want one last yes. question. Yeah. I don't know if we touched it or not. Why, um, why do you think that people, when they meet you, because I think everyone says this when, when they meet you. Why do you feel like people think like you're like super open or like they feel like, you know, your best friend or something? And like what about you do you try do you try to be that type of person? Did you say that? Yeah. Just his We greet you. Yeah, just you know, a, shake, a handshake, the yeah, look in the eye. I think the confidence that I have and, 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 mm -hmm. and yeah. my personality yeah. will capture you, you know, and uh yeah, well, and you show that you're interested in. Are interested in what? Shows that you're interested in the person. Oh yeah, yeah, they're interested in a person. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always a cool experience because you can see where they're kind of reluctant to come up to you. 
yeah, yeah, you, you can see that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I've noticed but that. But then you feel them open up, probably. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, For sure. I kind of like that, to be honest with you. I don't think that. You don't think that? You don't think what, Grandma? That he has that? Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't think that he has what? That he has that outgoing, that friendly personality. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The intimidating part? Are you talking about the intimidating part? She's talking about yeah. intimidating You don't think Grandpa has that intimidating part? No, we were part. saying based on his looks. Yeah. People based on his looks, you can understand why people think he's intimidating. And maybe initially, yeah. Why other people, maybe from like the well, suburbs? Well, we already covered that. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to why Grandma thinks that later on in next grandma, in next week's podcast yeah. with Grandma Perez maybe. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you everybody for listening. Thanks for coming along. Fifty five Sunnyside Drive. Out. Thank you very much, Grandpa. All everybody right. have a great night. It's a pleasure being here with you all. Have a good, good night. night. Good night. Good night.